Welcome to this podcast of sermons at CUNY United Methodist Church. Receive these words from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the fifth chapter. You are the salt for everyone on earth. But if salt no longer tastes like salt, how can it make food salty? All it is good for it is to be thrown out and walked on. You are the light for the whole world. A city built on top of a hill cannot be hidden, and no one lights a lamp and puts it under a clay pot. Instead, it is placed on a lampstand where it can give light to everyone in the house. Make your light shine so others will see the good you do and will praise your Father in heaven. Don't suppose I come to do away with the law and prophets. I did not come to do away with them, but to give them their full meaning. Heaven and earth may disappear. But I promise you, not even a period of co- or comma will ever disappear from the law. Everything written in it must happen. If you reject even the least important command in the law and teach others to do the same, you will be the least important person in the kingdom of heaven. But if you obey and teach others its commands, you will have an important place in the kingdom. You must obey God's command better than the one, than the prophecies that and the teachers of the law obey them. If you don't, I promise you, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. May we receive with joy what God says to us today. Amen. So we are in our worship series called Fresh Start. That make this year count that you matter, your mission matters, and this year matters. You matter. I think that really is a radical thing. At least it's radical for me. Believing that you truly matter, you as an individual, and that you are enough. I really felt that when our oldest was born and I became a parent. And discovered that babies are not as easy as they look. And just to be clear, I had done babysitting. I mean, I had been around babies. But I, you know, when the babies cried and you couldn't console them, I thought, well, that's because I'm a stranger. Or if I'm honest, I also thought, well, there's probably something wrong with the parenting that this baby cries so much. Isn't that kind of our American story? Good parents produce happy children, and if the child's not happy, it's probably the parent's fault. And I had taken that in. That was it. But I was going to be a good parent. I was going to be a good parent, and I was ready to love my baby and care for him and develop that deep connection and cherish him. And I, you know, had not had a great childhood, so I was also all about breaking the cycle and that his life would be different than mine. And when he was born, I loved him so much. I loved holding him. I loved feeding him. I I even loved changing his diaper, even the middle of the night. I loved that he needed me in the middle of the night, and it deepened our connection. Made me feel like I mattered. And then there were those times that he cried. And he cried. And he cried. 
And I would try to feed him, and he cried. And I would change his diaper, and he cried. And I would walk him around, and he would cry. And I would bundle him up, and he would cry. And I would take clothes off, and he would cry. Nothing I did made it better. And I started feeling that I was not enough. And that I didn't matter. Because if I tried to help, he cried. And if I didn't try to help, he cried. That sense of failure was right there. And then Jesus comes along and says, you are salt. Says you are the salt of the earth. Not only are you good enough, you make everything around you wonderful. You know, unless you're saltiness, unless you've lost your saltiness, and then not so much. Salt, back then and now, makes a really big difference in food flavor. Popcorn without salt, pretty different than popcorn with salt. Or steak, or bread, or cheese. Salt makes a huge difference. And in the ancient world, it was even more important because salt was used to dry food, to preserve it so that it would last. And if you couldn't make your food last, that meant you went hungry in the off-season. So salt was very important. Salt was also used in baking. The earthen ovens would use a big slab of salt, and they would put it in the fire. And Israel is a lot like southern Idaho. There's not a lot of trees. But there are a lot of, you know, buffalo chips, dried cow pies, that would burn. And the salt acted like a catalyst. And when you put that, that slab into a clay oven, it made the fire burn better. It made the oven work better. It made the bread better. After a while, those slabs of salt would wear down and lose their saltiness and get thrown out. Salt makes all that stuff better. Well, as I was struggling with children that were crying and not being able to make it better, people told me that I was a good parent, that babies cry, that it wasn't my fault, and that I actually was, was doing things right. Part of me believed them, and part of me did not. Because love is supposed to change everything, right? And my son still cried. I thought that if I was a good parent, my children would be happy, and I had a child who was not happy. And then as he got older, the crying turned into fights, into temper tantrums about what he wanted versus what he needed. I've discovered since then, children are really good at demanding what they want, pretty um not nearly so demanding about what they need. <laughs> and it got confusing for me because I'm a young parent. Do I, do I give him what he needs, which often made him mad, or do I give him what he wants knowing that that's not good parenting? It's like no matter what I did, I was a failure. And then Jesus says, you are light.
did you hit? It's not being cooperative. And then Jesus said, you are light. Pretend there's a picture of lamps up there. (laughs) Jesus said, not only are you good enough, you make everything around you better. And so I will... I will read these words again to you. I had hoped that we would be able to read them together. You are the light of the whole world. Could you say that? You are the light of the whole world. A city built on top of a hill cannot be hidden. No one who lights a lamp puts it under a clay pot. Instead, it is placed on a lampstand where it can give light to everyone in the house. Make your light shine so others will see the good you do and will praise your Father in heaven. You are light of the world, and light changes everything. Just a little bit of light illuminates the whole world. Jesus is naming truths for us again. Jesus is not saying you should be salt or you should be light. He's saying... To those disciples up on the mountain with him back then, he's saying to these disciples gathered here at CUNA United Methodist Church, you are salt. You are light. You make the world better. Right now. And it's already happening. By following Jesus, by living discipleship, My thing's still not working. (laughs) By following Jesus, by living a life of discipleship, by inviting others onto this journey with us, that you are shining a light that gives light to everyone. And you don't have to try, it just happens. Make your light shine so that others will see the good that you do and will praise your Father in heaven. You are already doing it, whether you see it or not. I was pretty aware of my failures as a parent, but the truth is I was holding myself up to an impossible standard. I was holding myself up to an incorrect standard, that assumption that good parents produce happy children, and if a child's not happy, the problem is the parenting. Other people could see it, and they would tell me. They would say, some babies are just more difficult than others. And they would tell me, you know, the things that can't be changed, they just must be endured. And they saw me enduring. They were trying to tell me that that enduring presence matters. That babies need parents who stick with them even when times are difficult, even when they cry and cry and cry. Before I had children, I had no idea what a big ask that would be on my life, that enduring presence, that it would require all the strength I had plus some. Have you been in situations like that? 
where you have felt that you were not enough. Maybe you had a baby with colic, or you've had a teenager that was difficult. Maybe you've had a, a teacher in school that just made learning just hard. Or maybe you have a boss that you just felt like you could not please. Or you've had situations where you felt that you were not enough. And then you hear Jesus telling you that you are not just enough, you're more than enough, that you are salt, that you are light. People, I've heard people say sometimes they, that they find it difficult to believe in the goodness of God. I find it easy to believe in the goodness of God. I find it difficult to believe in my own goodness. And then Jesus says, you are salt, you are light. Is he right? Is that us? Is your faith, is your discipleship enough, more than enough to make the whole world better? Do you believe that you are light? Can you feel that fire of the Holy Spirit flaming within you, cutting through your own darkness and the darkness around you? Jesus says you are light and the good things you do are seen that people see God in you. Do you believe that you are salt? That you make things better simply by your faithful participation? Can you taste the difference that it makes in your own life? When we follow God and God's mission becomes our mission, we are transformed. Our lives are changed into this life of discipleship. And, and it's not what we expected. I thought a good parent was somebody that, you know, made children happy. But I learned I was transformed into a real good parent the one with that enduring presence. When times are happy and when they are not. Discipleship, as we know, is not a life of happiness and contentment. It is a life blessed by poverty, by meekness, by peacemaking. It is a life of enduring presence with the pain and the brokenness of the world. And that matters. It matters a lot. As we make a fresh start and make this year count, Jesus tells us we are salt, we are light, that our faith, our discipleship makes that true. God makes it true through us. And with that comes responsibility. And so we are to show up and season the world. We are to get on the lampstand and share that light of Christ with the whole world because you matter. Your mission matters and this year matters. Being salt, being light, we may, we may not be aware of the difference that we make and so we need other disciples to name it for us. 
We need to know each other well enough that we can name it in each other. Like those people who told me I was being a good parent. That babies cry and that it wasn't my fault. We need to name that for each other. We need time with other disciples, and we have that on Sunday morning. When we gather, we gather inviting transformation by the word of God, inviting transformation by the sacrament of the table, inviting transformation in the fellowship with each other. We do it when we gather in small groups. We have time with other disciples where we meet on a regular basis and we pray together. We eat together. We share faith. And we do it when we have our, you know, our community barbecues. Like we will next week, except it won't be a barbecue. Although, it says it might be sunny and 50 degrees next Sunday. We might get out the barbecue as we gather, um, making valentines for our homebound neighbors and those in assisted living and eating together and celebrating that time together. Make this year count by renewing your discipleship and then show up as the salt and the light that you are. You matter, your mission matters, and this year matters. Thanks for listening. This podcast is preached almost always by our pastor, Reverend Mia Crosswaite. CUNA United Methodist Church is a community on a mission to make disciples for the transformation of the world. To support this podcast and the missional priorities of this church, go to cunaumc.org and click on Give. Any amount helps. And if you're kind enough to share your contact information with us, we'll continually send you things.